styling profile and right here on the screen. Because that's how I'm going to do it. That's... Oh, shoot. We are... Ooh, we're modulating on there. Wow. We Yeah, we, we just blew everyone's eardrums off. We Jesus. apologize. Especially... It's mainly those audio listeners on uh, Podbean. Yeah. Yeah. Over at jnjsecurities.podbean.com. Uh, yeah. I... I... Uh, I just tried to make sure it was loud enough for us, and the testing thing is, I couldn't tell. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll title this episode, Episode 3, Warning, Massive Audio Spike Within First 15 Seconds. Yes, exactly. On your behalf. Yes. For your, for your, for your safety and consideration. I, I'm curious sometimes whether or not, uh, I think I didn't lower the, um, actually no, it sounded like the intro music was fine. To me it sounded like it was fine yeah. at least. We'll edit, we'll edit it in post. It's fine. I, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that gets recorded each time. Well, it comes out of the TV. Whatever. We we have two monitors here. We have a camera all the way over there instead of and over the monitors because that's the setup that we have. That's just what we have to live with. We're figuring it out. We're, we're figuring it out. With but it. where 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 are we? Uh, where are we? Well, uh, we'll tell you first that I'm Jay. Jordan. They. <laughs> and I'm Jared. And welcome back to the JNJ Securicast podcast. A podcast about who cares? Who cares? We, we care. care. Stuff we care about. Yeah, that's Yeah, right. yeah, stuff, stuff we, we care, care about. about. Stuff we care about. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Things like uh, what we talk about today. Things like, well, uh, for starters, I uh, somehow stumbled my way through uh, more of Dark Souls and Sense Fortress in the City of the Gods and Orlando. I felt more nostalgic playing some more um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon uh, DX. I watched Talking Shop Mania, which was insane. Yeah, and uh, our big topic for today is that we discuss what is the best rock album of all time. Some of the best rock albums of all time. We yes. just have a list of them, and in the end, we're gonna probably decide our own favorites. Though it's probably already uh, that's so that's such a hard decision. And we've already got sounds from a dog. Yeah, you want to close the door a little bit? It's not fully closed. It's not fully closed. Yeah, no, it's a bit open. There you go. There we go. That might be a little better. We'll find out. I still live with my family. Yeah, that's all that's right. That's where we are. My house. That Welcome to my right. house. Welcome to my room. Oh. Welcome to the J&J Securecast podcast. Welcome to this podcast. Damn it, those are going through the TV and those are going to be heard. <laughs> all right, well, that's fine. I don't like that. All right, you can change that in the meantime. I'll, I'll start talking about Dark Souls. Talk about Dark Souls. All right. About your, the latest horror that you've had to deal with. Yes, well, I managed to crawl my way out of the swamps of Blighttown and okay. found myself... Uh, I ended up opening the gates, opening up the drawbridges um, into uh, Sen's Fortress, which, unlike Blighttown, which was a place that fell into decay and poison and rot and became a place where things are trying to kill you, Sen's Fortress was a place that was built specifically designed to kill people. Huh. So, not much of a difference. Uh, there are snake people with giant swords. There are giant swinging axes uh, all over the place. There are trap floors. There are trap walls. Um, boulders flying all over the place and rolling all over the place. Uh, it's, it is a Indiana Jones-style uh, temple. Uh, Indeed, and, it, and it's it's a lot of fun. Quite, it's quite challenging. Mm. You, uh, you fight, you fight snake people, swords. You fight snake lightning casting snakes. You fight giants. I don't like snakes. Uh, the fact, so the fact that you combine Indiana <laughs> Jones with that. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> Indiana Jones doesn't like snakes too. Sorry, my ninja star magnet fell off my bed. Yeah, that's 
Yeah, and on and on top of that, I've you know I fought two giants. Um, prevented. Uh, How giants were these giants? Oh, uh, they were quite, quite giants. My uh, quite giant my, giants. My guy went up to the like bottom end of this person of this giant's shin, so quite big. Which part's the shin again? Uh, the shin is like Jesus. What were right you below the knee? Are you sure you weren't playing Shadows of the Colossus? No, I'm pretty sure. Well, here's the thing: giants. The giants were also was squatting these... down a little bit. Okay, well. were these bosses or no? Uh, no. The two giants I'm talking about who were throwing boulders at me were not bosses. There was a boss called oh. the Iron Golem, though, who mm-hmm. very second. That sounds very... like a freaking. That sounds like a Zelda boss. Oh yeah, he kind of looks like a Zelda boss. Like I'll show you a brief uh, picture of him. It's a again very simple boss, but he's he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun to fight. A lot of a lot of fun to learn. Oh yeah, he does look like a Zelda boss. He's cool. Yeah, he's, he's like he's like a chess piece basically. With yeah, legs he is. And arms and a, a very large axe. Mm-hmm. So, so the Iron Golem, a bit of a challenge to learn. I I beat him, and then uh, once you beat the Iron Golem, there is a uh, a little like white circle of light you have to click on. I just clicked on X instinctively to activate without even realizing what I was doing, and I was. Sent to the city of the gods, mm-hmm. Anor Orlando. Have you heard of Anor Orlando? I have not. Okay, well, Anor Orlando is kind of the big location of uh, Dark Souls. Let me turn off this fan over here, also. Yeah, it's very lore heavy. It's kind of the. It's essentially the place where, uh, sort of the gods of the land and the mythos, uh, are born, are born and basically live, and uh, it's. The mo- it's it's the most beautiful it's probably it's oh. hands down the most beautiful location yeah in the entire game thus far for me it's, very it's pretty just like massive sunlight um I will say the first thing you walk into you go down and set a flight of stairs the first thing you walk into are giant knights not as big as quite as big as the Iron Golem but pretty massive I'd say they're like mm-hmm. say they're like twelve feet tall but the thing is is that they don't attack you. Hmm. They just let you walk past. If I walk past, I didn't try and venture fight with them, but I let them walk past me. Um, the first actual enemy that you fight in the actual city of the gods is a previous boss, mm-hmm. the Bell Gar- uh one of the gargoyles, which he was, which was a lot easier. Um, I haven't gotten very far um, into it so far because Sense Fortress kicked my ass mm. multiple times. But from what I've seen so far, it's really impressive. Um, I've yet to go really deep into it, although I have seen. Uh, just a massive, massive painting. Sorry, checking this out, making sure it's recording still. Yeah. Go ahead, we're still good. Yeah, we're still good, we're still recording, yeah, so, uh... Going honestly, for about seven minutes. Yeah, so that's pretty, that's pretty much Dark Souls so far. I haven't gotten very far in Orlando. Hopefully I will get further in, uh, kind of later this week. All right. Um, but I, Dark Souls continues to be just a very entertaining way to, to, to kill time on my weekend. How often do you think you die? Oh, God, it depends when, on the sense fortress. I must have died, like... Do you feel like you're getting better? Like I feel like I'm improving. Um, I but, feel like I'm improving because the thing was is that I learn the layout of the level the further I go in. I learn hmm. attack I learn, the, learn attack patterns and how to parry and counter certain enemies because the timing on the sword swings for the snake men are much different than the knights that I've been fighting previously. Mm-hmm. So it's just... Dying in, dying in Dark Souls is, is, is not a frustration for me. It's like a matter of learning. Hmm. Um, and I, I do, It would be a frustration for me. I, c- I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. It's, it's definitely... I, I do enjoy... Um, me. <laughs> uh, I just... I enjoy that aspect of Dark Souls where it's mm-hmm. like you learn 
like the more you die, the more you learn, and you actually mm. get to learn levels. And um, and right now, what I've been focusing on, because when you die, you do lose your souls, which is like your currency and and your experience points to level up. Um, with sense with sense fortune, I just said, you know what, I'm not even gonna worry about recollecting my souls. I'm just gonna worry about focusing on learning the level, uh, and just and working on and working on that from there and getting. I'm more and more familiar with the lands, more and more familiar with the enemies. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, mm. I've said this before. It's a lot of fun for me. Very enjoyable, and hopefully, and that, and that's going to continue in Orlando because there are new enemies. Um, there are enemies to fight on top of uh, banisters, basically, who throw knives at you. So that's fun. I'm trying to figure out how to get through that, and I know later on. Uh, I have to basically most of the main pathways are closed to me because I am a mortal and not a god in the city of gods so I have to climb over ledges while um, massive arrows get sh- shot at me so I know that's coming <laughs> so that's gonna be fun get to deal with um, yeah I'm yeah yeah it's like it's like Andrew WK get ready to die you better get ready to die cause here we come, come. silver knights alright so that was pretty Thank much Dark Souls on my nice. end. So, uh, what have you been playing, man? Um, I just played a little bit more of a Rescue, uh, Rescue uh, Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX mm-hmm. in my time. Um, what else did I do? Really, I didn't do a whole lot else. I played a little bit of that on my stream yesterday. I haven't really been gaming that much lately. I've been busy even play- watching wrestling, and then uh, of course I watched. Um, I mainly want to talk about. I know, I know I just mentioned it before. <laughs> I, I put it on the list anyway of topics, but I don't really have much to say. Uh, but the real thing I want to talk about is talking shop mania. Yeah, I just I just read the results right before we started. It's an acid trip. Like, what, <laughs> like, what is going on? Um, I, I feel bad that I missed that. Because, so yeah, we. I watched this Friday night, and uh, then Saturday I went. Uh, I went with Alonzo to that signing, which I'll talk about late mm-hmm. afterwards. And after that, I watched the uh, the first talking shop mania with him. Mm. Really bad. <laughs> Really bad. The first one is yeah. Like the second one, at least has a little bit more music editing in it to to that benefit. Mm-hmm. Um. So all this time, also they've been building up storyline, um, for the show, on their uh, podcast, uh, Talk and Chop, a uh, really good show. Recommended. The podcast episodes are a lot shorter than ours. Yes. <laughs> they go from like twenty seven minutes to like. An hour ten. Mm. That's it. I mean, we got what did we do? An hour twenty last week. Uh, yeah, an hour, hour ten, hour twenty. I think the longest we've gone was our first episode, which yeah. was like an hour forty, maybe. Uh, I think it was only an hour. That was only an hour thirty. Oh, okay. I don't remember. All right. Well, whatever it was, I, it doesn't matter. We we have a limit we're keeping here. We're trying to make sure we're off by ten. Yeah. And what time is it now? It's nine nineteen. <laughs> um, this probably is gonna be an under an hour episode. Then whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so Talk to Shop of Mania is yeah. an acid trip um, on the show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm just, I got the list here, you know. Uh, Chris Jericho makes a cameo. Oh my god, he opens the show. Yeah. First, well, first they open the show, I remember, with um, anim- an animation that they're uh, starting up for some sort of TV show. I'm not sure. It's inappropriate wrestling. It stars Gallows Anderson as, you know, Gallows is sex for Anderson. Uh... Anderson is Chad Too Bad. Yeah. Rocky is Chico El Luchador, yeah. which um, which are know? which are basically like uh, joke 80, characters. Or, yeah, joke characters like classic like seventies, eighties like wrestling games kind of yeah, parody that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have that. Um, also, I know that in the show itself, they're gonna have it also star Enzo. 
Oh, good lord. And, um, well, they're gonna porn get star con- Lisa Ann. They're gonna get content out of that, but mm. out of both. Or former pornographic not, star Lisa Ann. Not the kind that I just implied. I didn't know who Lisa Ann was until you just told me, but yeah, not that kind of uh, content. Wholesome, <laughs> yeah, no. More wholesome content. More no, wholesome it won't content. be. Well, I, this is an adult cartoon. Oh, God, alright. It's not an adult adult cartoon, but it's an adult cartoon. You know, it's like Family Guy. Yeah, we're talking Family Guy. Um, yeah. But cur- a lot more cursing. I don't know. More Bojack Horseman, maybe. Yeah. We're, so, were the matches any good on the show? Because I'm seeing some matches on here. Uh, <laughs> there were certainly matches. Um, I enjoyed Rory Fox and Rimjob against... Um, who was that? Swoggle and Brian Myers? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's right here. Okay, that was the opening match, I think, right? Yes, that was the opening match. Next was- So the story about Rory Fox is that Rory Fox the whole time was wrestling in basically what, a thong. Mm-hmm. Um, so his front... Like, he came out wearing like his trunks, regular trunks, and then he get, was... See, Rory Fox was a, a, was a jobber. Uh, yep. Years ago, years and years ago, uh, like Smack ECW or something. Oh yeah, I'm looking. And he saw, watched. Um, and he was in a match against Zack Ryder. Okay. And in that match, or now Matt Cardona, in that match, Rory Fox's trunks completely rip off. I remember. He I remember hearing the story. Naked. I remember hearing the story. That's who this is. So, and uh, in the la- on Target Shop Mania one, apparently. Something happens where he gets exposed again, but he's wearing just basically this getup where it's just he 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 is covered. He's got like his crotch covered, but then it goes like the lines goes right around it. Oh. You see most of his butt. Oh good lord! Like it, to give reference for the visual, it cuts off like right there, right where the pocket is. So he's own he's owning he's own he's owning he's owning what happened. He's rocking basically. it, but you know he but but yes. Yeah. Um. He they they have a match. It's it's they have a match the two of them against them. He's basically still sorry. Rory Fox is basically still bitter with Matt, against Matt Cardona. That's why he's going against Swoggle and Myers because they were friends. Yes. Uh, excuse me. Yep. Um. That's why he's up against Swoggle and Myers. Okay. And uh, they just win. Rimjob is just with him. He's just another local dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, then it's the Battle Royal? Uh, no, 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 wait. Freight train, right? Yeah, um, we gotta kinda. Uh, do we have to move this pretty quickly or uh, keep it under 10? Or? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, we're gonna. We're gonna what, what, uh, what, was some, what was some of the best. What was some of the best. That's what I was trying to get to. Freight train was what, That's why I was want to get to was freight train. Okay. Uh, freight train. Give me that list. Send me that list that you get. That yeah, you open. Yeah, I'll, I'll message to you real quick. Sorry, I didn't. I don't have all the links. I'm not. It's just. This has been guys. a long week. This is gonna be. A, this is gonna be a shorter episode, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about Freight Train. I've never heard of this guy. Talk to me. Freight Train is not really a wrestler. I could. Or he probably is a wrestler. He come. He came out with some sort with some manager. Wait, Rufus R. Jones. What? Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Oh my goodness, this is this is this is a territory guy. Oh, yeah, Rufus R. Jones. Died. He's not dead. No. <laughs> Wait, I'm okay. I'm very confused now. No, must, different guy. Okay, there are two. There different are two guy. Fre- okay, this is freight train Rufus R. Jones. I'm thinking of someone else. That's well. Okay, the guy you just pulled up was okay, the guy. Got it. All right, this guy. All right, this guy. 
comes out. He he doesn't talk very well. He go he comes out of the gate. Goes, Joe, Joe. Oh God. And runs towards the ring, I guess, for his opponent, who he just absolutely demolishes. <laughs> like he runs like. You know the way Mr. Krabs moves his legs in SpongeBob. Yeah. He basically oh. his legs moved like that fast, like yeah, small side, to side a little bit. Run, no, he's well, no, just running forward. He's just doing small steps like that, yeah. really fast from one corner of the ring all the way to the other corner of the ring. One guy do, just do a clothesline. So he has speed on his side. Somewhat. No, no, no. He's just big, and he's a big dude. He doesn't sell. Okay. Um. It's, he was just really funny because he just destroyed this dude and he was funny he gave ter- funny facial reactions yeah I, I liked the match <laughs> I liked that I liked that a lot when, yeah. he did, when he destroyed that guy let's see what else did I see um oh god no I'm not gonna talk about the um the random what the fuck oh yeah Helms uh sick the hurricane's doing investigating just around for some reason. He's yeah. just there. Um, there's a bunch of just fighting outside in like a wooded area that just happens with with some old hard with some old hardcore wrestler old school hardcore wrestlers. A bunch of guys that were in a battle royal and talk Chop Mania one. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, what the fuck was this shit? Okay. Do you, do you, how much do you remember of this? A lot of the show. I remember a lot of, I remember a good amount of it. I was, I was pretty messed up. Yeah. But I remember like the little bits of funniest moment. Nature Boy Paul Lee. Nature Boy Paul Lee thinks he, he's been doing this longer than Ric Flair for some reason. So he just is Ric Flair old school. He's just yeah, still doing the I, old gimmick. He, I, I've seen pictures of Paul Lee. He looks like, he looks like it. <laughs> so he came out this time. They did an entrance with a pink Hummer. Nice. As a fake evolution. Yes, and I and I looked it up and I laughed when I first saw this. Did so. you see who played Batista? Yes, Mike, Mike Knox, Knox as Batista. Knox Tista. He walks oh. out of the van, out of the the uh, Hummer and immediately does the. <laughs> as you would, because it's the coolest entrance in wrestling. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is. Yeah, Nathan Orton is Randy Orton, and I don't know Mark who that is. and and Mark Jindrax yes. is Triple H. <laughs> now Mark Jindrax was originally meant to be part of the actual group in Evolution in WWE before Batista took the spot instead. Yeah, uh, that was a really good thing. Uh, Paul Lee had a match. They betray Paul Lee. Um, the Nathan Orton dude is just. He's well, he, the, the, his thing is that he's like he's nervous. He's a nervous kid. He's just like, mm. yeah. he goes on the like, the corners to do the pose, and he just goes, yeah, yeah. Just uh, for those who can't see, just like a shrug, a very basically. weak shrug, yeah, a shrug with a very weak shrug with arms. Um, the lucha death match between Ch- Chico Luchador and Chavo Guerrero was really fun. G- JTG was there, which was great. Oh, good. Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy. Vladimir Kozlov, who's pretty funny. Oh, God, Vladimir The story... The, no, 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 not Vladimir Kozlov. It's someone else. Okay. Alex Kozlov. Oh, okay. Who's a stereotypical Russian character. His mom is there, too, as a joke. Very it's some nice. guy with a beard. And Sam... And that... Um, 
funny thing about him is that originally when he was booked on the first Talking Shop Mania, he wasn't getting paid at all. Oh, really? He got... All he did was he wanted to just be driven there. Okay. And he needed a ride to go to a Tinder date. Oh, That's okay. like a story from the podcast. And that's how he ended up wrapped up in that old Yeah, mess. exactly. Okay. He, he went to the... And the, the Lucha Death match happened. It was really funny. I watched that. And then the ball for a ball match. Really long, really, really funny, fucking great. Uh, Sex Ferguson has like a guitar is t- outside to do his intro. It's it's pretty fun stuff. He's got a great great song and shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, watch the show. Uh, that's it for my wrestling. All right. Trying to keep it short. Uh, what about what we're at like the twenty two minute mark? Twenty minutes? Yeah. Yeah, we just passed the twenty minute mark. Yeah. All right. Um. So we're moving on to our big topic then? Yeah, I guess our big topic, because uh, we, we're, we're not talking too much tonight. Yeah. All right. So, the biggest, uh, greatest albums of all time. Yeah, we're doing, we're talking about what are the best rock albums of all time, and we've, we compiled a list of some of our favorites. Uh, yes, if uh, there's anyone watching in the audience, which just says one, because that's my, and I know that's just my computer, we have no one right now. Yeah. But that's okay. If you want, if, if you are at home are listening to, uh, to us after the show has already taken place, comment, uh, and tell us what some of your favorite albums are, what your, some of your favorite rock albums are, if we don't mention them already yeah that's right i mean i mean or you can just or you can just message us on twitter one that twitter media. instagram but we'll get we'll tell you those all after the show if you're not if you're not looking at them right now and not seeing me point at them <laughs> points yes, they're all they're on the screen live on yeah, Twitch, yeah. yeah. so um, all right let's I, talk about some of these albums right so i'm gonna start with uh sort of one of mine is just um it's 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 an album that I just grew up listening to. It's American it's, Idiot. It's, that was an album of for our generation, literally. Yes. <laughs> yeah, American Idiot by Green Day. I mean, just to be honest, that is it's one of the few albums that I can listen to in its entirety, yes. you know, without stopping and every and every single song just hits for me. Same. I feel the same way, but at the same time, they're not all hit songs. No, they're definitely not all hit songs, but they're all good songs. Yes. That's that's the thing. Um, Obviously, American Idiot. American Idiot, that's classic. Everyone should probably know yeah. that. Jesus Ooh. of Suburbia is, is, an, is a long... Sorry, I have an idea. Nine-minute song. Oh, he's, he's got an idea, ladies and gentlemen. got an idea for how it is we're going to... He's right. We're going to grade these. Okay. Anyway. He's writing these down. Um, All right. I need my pen. My good, where's my only good pen? Oh, I have no idea. All right. Well, honestly... Well, the thing is... Well, we're got looking it. at these albums. Looking at American Idiot, I mean, it has, yeah, see. it has a real variety. It's got, it's got the kick. It's got you know the fast kick-ass punk songs and American Idiot, Saint Jimmy, uh, Holiday, and Holiday. But you also have like sort of slower. You have slower songs like Boulevard of Broken Dreams, uh, What's Her Name, uh, Extraordinary Girl was always kind of one of my favorites. Um, when I was growing up, I'd always just skip to that one just for like the weird sort of I like, intro a, with with the, oh, are the are those bongos at the beginning? Um, it's something. I feel like that. It's sort it's of like sort of, myst, sort of mystic music. It's some just, Middle Easterness. Yes, yeah, maybe. Again, it's it just it has variety. It has you know great sound quality. It's got just all these variations. I mean, as far as like great, if I were to give this Saint album Jimmy's a, a great, song. Saint Jimmy's very good. Um, I would I would honestly give myself. 
I'd give it an A. I'd give it an A. Solid Definitely A. Definitely an A. So, um, now what I've made this list, I'm going to make a list is uh, of his out of an entire album. I want to see how many of these songs are remembered. They're like played on the radio. They're big hits. How many? Just out, just. Just out of curiosity, because I don't know, we're gonna come do. We can do a comparison by that because of what you have next. Oh, what I have next on yeah. my list. Um, but first, that American Idiot. Yes. Um, which songs were good, were big actual radio hits? We have American Idiot, Holiday, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes. Um, wake, wake me, me up, up when September ends. Of course, I, I I neglected to mention that song. I feel like there was one more. Was there not one more? I, I'm looking right now. I feel like... I, I like Give Me Novocaine, but I'm not sure if that was a hit. Mm. I think Jesus of Suburbia was, or maybe like certain parts of it were, even though that's... I could. It had a music video. Okay, yeah. My only problem with... My only thing that puts me into question is that it's a nine-minute song. Yeah. And what radio station in the right mind would play like a full nine-minute song? I mean... Some stations do actually. Okay. I'll be, on the ride home today, I was listening to WDHA and they were playing "Jungle" and by Springsteen, which is on an al- which is on an album that we're gonna be talking soon. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I need some water. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's alright. So, I'd say that Jesus of Suburbia counts. Yeah. Because it had a music video, so that's five songs. Mm-hmm. Five out of how many songs are there? And uh, thirteen. We're, I, I'm not sure if we're really counting yes, the bonus 13. track here because I've favorite no bonus song, track. Yeah, favorite son. I've never heard of that song before in my life, so I might have to track that down. All right, and the next song, "A Night at the Opera." The next album, yes, my bad. is from "A Night of an Opera" by Queen. Now, the interesting thing about this particular album it was released in if I can if I can find it. I was like, ah, here we go. It was released in 1975. Yes, it was released in 1975. This album, this is the album that has Bohemian Rhapsody on it. Yes, it is. It's one of it's one of Queen's it's Queen's most famous song. It's one of the biggest songs, one of the greatest yeah. songs of all time. You know, what's it even about? Uh, no idea. It's about it's about a poor boy, mm-hmm. just a poor boy. I I assume yeah. it's said multiple times, but I'm honestly not really sure. Galileo, Galileo, let him go. Yes. We will not let you go. Yes, it's an abs- it's an absolute classic. Now, it's the thing is, everyone great. remembers the song. No one remembers the actual album. Now, I mean, you can be arguing that Queen is was primarily singles band, really, mm-hmm. just fed out singles and singles. But I want to just say, um, this album has uh, "You're My Best Friend," which is another classic good Queen song. song. Very good song, and it it has a song that I thought was a joke. I thought uh, especially that after song seeing the movie. Exist. After You're seeing it was real. the film. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. The song, I'm in love with my car. And I'm going to make a case for this. I think this song is actually one of my new favorites. It might be I recency biased. It, it I is, think it's so stupid. It's it's silly. I don't. They make, I'm in love with my car. That was good. That was very good, yeah. I mean, it's 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 sung and written by Roger here? Taylor, who is. Uh, I'm on Rolling Stone. Ten, <laughs> twenty-two at, terrible songs by great artists. We're looking. At I have there. to see if it's on here. Um, yeah. Queen. Yeah. Now this song was written by the. Damn, it's on Written here. and the lead vocals were sung by Roger Taylor, which are the band's drummer, and it's 
a weird scenario to have Freddie Mercury doing backup vocals on any track Why? ever. Yeah. But this this is definitely I, Freddie Mercury cannot sing this. I mean, if you here. look at the lyrics, if you listen to the lyrics, you it wouldn't be genuine because because. The singer Roger just loves his car, and you can tell. You can just it's hear just tell, it he loves his fucking car, man. Yeah, it's it's just genuinely. He wants to fuck that car. Oh yeah. He really wants to fuck that car <laughs> so bad. Stick his dick in that tailpipe. Oh god. He wants to fill it up every day and night. It's a little ra- we're loving a little that raunchy. Loving that. Telling it every day. It's love. Giving it everything it wants to. Okay. We're not. We're yeah. It, the song does not get that raunchy. Definitely. I'm not. sorry. It wouldn't get any airplay. But regardless, I mean. I'm just playing it up for fun. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's just. The, I am a character. There's just. There's just this earnesty. There's just this earnest, honest passion about that song that I have a lot of. Yeah. That I just love. I have a lot. I just have a lot of respect and admiration for that song. So I think, A Night okay. of the Opera, is primarily on here for Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. But those. But you know, you're my best friend, and then I'm in love with my car. Just. What were any other song? What were the other songs? That oh I goodness. Known? Uh, I've li- I have not heard of any of these songs. So unfortunately, I mean, I as might far have as heard rating it goes, um, you know, Seaside Rendezvous, Sweet Lady, Thirty Nine. Uh, Lazy, lazy on a Sunday afternoon. Love of my life. You know what? That's, that's a song familiar. I know. That's a song I know. That's a song about um, okay. the woman he loved. Right. You know what? Yeah, that was. I think that was feature, what, that, that was featured in the film. That was that was very much featured yeah. in the film. Okay. Um, Good Company. Is that a song I know? God Save the Queen. It was. It's just God Save the Queen. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Yeah, we're just we're just looking at all these tracks, making sure we're not. I didn't realize that Brian May sang on two of those songs. Actually, he sang on Thirty Nine and Good Company. Yeah, yeah. This album is interesting because I actually I I assume Queen all of Queen's like lead vocals was just Freddie Mercury, but this seems to be an album that has like the whole band involved. And nor I think nor normally when when the drummer. In a ba- the, a joke is that when a drummer takes wants, the vote, wants to do one of his own songs, that's the moment when the band's in trouble. Like, see, maybe people Clarence, forget see, that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was about to say like when Karina's Clearwater did that uh, with Mardi Gras, that was kind of the real decline <laughs> oh. for that album. Oh but, yeah. yeah. Did you see the Todd in the Shadows episode about that? I, I'm I'm a big fan of Train Records. I did see that. I love Todd in the Shadows. I listened to Song vs. Song his podcast. I, I need to I need to start listening to that. I want well. I need to put in a dollar so I can listen to their other podcast just because I want to hear them talk about musicals. Oh yeah, look at us promoting another podcast for free. Good, yeah. That's for you, Todd. Have us on. We'd love to talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. What were we ta- What were we talking about? Uh, now? As far I was talking about, as far as grading this, thing, oh yeah, grading oh. Uh, a night at the opera, I would have to give it honestly a B plus. I'm gonna give another credit to another uh, to a good song though by a drummer, or at least where a drummer sings. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it was written by that. Hotel California. The drummer sings. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, from, uh, from the Eagles, right? Yep. Yes. From the Eagles. I did not know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I. Who did I see live and the drummer was singing in that? 
It was because I didn't actually see the, the Eagles. I saw Don Felder oh, okay. live, and he was uh, one of the guitar players for them. Oh, so okay. he was playing guitar. Um, they had one of the members. They were on tour with Foreigner and Sticks, so a member of Sticks came out and mm-hmm. played with them. Oh, cool! Good show, good show. Saw them that a few years ago. I miss concerts. <laughs> Yeah. I miss concerts. This, con- this episode's gonna make me sad. Yeah. Well, they'll be back soon. Yeah, we'll get will. there. Okay. All right. So, do you want to talk about one of your picks, Jared? Sure. I'll, I'll hop to my picks. Let me hop down to. Um, we're gonna hop back to the '90s. All right. Specifically, 1991. Yeah. I think this came out. I don't know. I think uh, where's Nevermind by Nirvana. Yes. My God. Oh. The meaning of grunge. The definition of grunge. Nevermind. Hang on. Let me write this down for myself too. Talk about hit after hit on that one. Defining the genre. Um, launching Kurt Cobain's fame out there. Um, the, the, it's funny. There's a Wikipedia page for all of the Nirvana concerts that ever happened. Really? <laughs> yeah, just like for that. Each concert has its own dedicated Wikipedia page. Well, no, there's just a list. It's just a concert. It's a list of the concerts. Oh, okay then. Nirvana list of concerts. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Let me look up these tra- this track thing again. Uh, ooh, let me get this too. I mean, obviously you got the classics like Smells Like Teen Spirit yes. and Come As You Are. Yes. Uh, hang on, we got a couple of those. We got a couple of those that are big hits, I'd say. Swells of Teen Spirit, like you said, Come As You Are. In Bloom, Breed, Lithium, Poly, Territorial Pissings, On a Plane. Uh, is Endless Nameless? Endless Nameless is weird. Um, is that the track? I think that's the track where there's like a 15-minute break in the middle for some reason. Yeah, it's a hidden track. Yeah, it's weird. Um... Whatever. Yeah. Let's How do you see. feel about hidden tracks? Do you feel is is it a gimmick that entices you? Like, not really. To buy it? no. Not really. No. There's nothing but just just give us the song. Yeah. Okay. I listen to um, see I buy CDs personally also. Uh, territorial pissings. Um, I that's you may not think that's a well known song, but they have done that live. I count songs. Uh, I some of these artists I I like to watch and see their old live stuff because you'll never be able to see Nirvana again. No. Never ever. So I wanted to like watch their shows because sometimes you could feel like you can really experience it if like you really watch it like in the dark, on drugs. <laughs> yeah, Not on drugs. Watch it dr- drinking, drinking. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's it, it's fa- it's it's in- it's incredible watching like live performances. You see like, the way that they act in the stage, the presence of them. Yeah, Kurt Cobain had this presence. Uh, that opening uh, for Terrell Pissings. Come on, people now, smile on your bro. Everybody get together! It's done by the bass player, okay. uh, Chris Novoselic. Great album. So All many. Right. Um, let me count that. I'm gonna listen. To, I'm gonna listen to, uh, through this album on the way home. So honestly, good. it's got. I mean, there's One, a lot two, of merit for this thing. Four, it's five, six, seven. Uh, they definitely did drain you live. Yeah. Eight, nine. Uh, I'll say, yeah, nine. Nine yeah. out of thirteen there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely high grade. Also, also great album cover. It's one of my. It was always oh, yeah. one of my favorites when I was a kid. Not just because it's it's like <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's a funny naked baby. But it's just like it. It just it was just very. I don't know. It just it just it struck out to me as a kid because when I was a kid and listening to music, I 
I just I just put the disc in. I never look at album covers. Oh my god! But when I look at the CD casing, I'm like, wow, that's really striking. I should tell you about um, a it's, concert experience. It's calming almost. Yeah. Let me tell you about a concert experience I did actually have last year. Mm. Um, in fact, I can show you. Oh boy. Because of all the shirts I have. always brought in shirts. Yeah, one of my many shirts. All right. I present to you. Oh boy. Elvana. Oh, wow. Elvis fronted Nirvana. That's awesome. It was an Elvis impersonator basically singing uh, Nirvana songs as they just saw this with uh, my friend Sam Kozlov um, at the Wonder Bar in Asbury Park last May. It was a fun show. It felt like I was it, like I was saying because I was seeing Nirvana because hell, sometimes he, the, even the guy said, I swing between, sometimes I swing between an Elvis, an Elvis and Steven Tyler and, uh, and uh, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> We all said it's in his baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a really fun show. They had uh, the opening band was really funny too, um, but they played basically all a bunch of the hit songs. They, uh, we didn't stay the whole time because it was a really late show. Oh yeah. Um, and they needed to go, and the other two I was with needed to go. Sam and his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we put that over there just on the bed. I'll wear that tomorrow, I guess, to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, never mind. One of the best albums. Uh, what's next? Uh, okay. Uh, let me, let me see what I can pick next. Yeah. Let's go with an album that I have been stuck on and just listening to, like, mm-hmm. lately, or at least songs by this band lately. Core, Stone Hill Pilots. Okay. This one I'm not, I, this one I'm not familiar with. Run me so, through this. Uh, let me get it out. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm, I'm pulling it up as well. Yeah, sorry about that. This is, um, an album I've been stuck on right now. So I'm a person also that likes to, that listens to and also sings uh, and ends up singing bands that are in my range. Lately, I play instruments myself, guitar and bass. I have a guitar right there. And lately, uh, or recently, I learned to play plush on bass and uh, creep okay. on bass. Two uh, great songs within this album has so many good songs on it. Every song they every song flows together very well. They sound great, um, and a bunch of them are all radio hits, like songs that I've definitely heard on the radio before. Mm. Um, Dead and Bloated, Sex Type Thing, uh, Wicked Garden, Plush, Creep, Cracker Man, uh, Naked Sunday I heard recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, that's seven right there so far? That's seven out of 12. That's more than half at least that I've heard on the radio played. I may have even heard Sin. Some of these are even just... Some of the things that I listen to are actually small little instrumental pieces that like intro songs like No Memory there and Wet My Bed. Those are nothing. Those are like so. Those aren't even really songs. So strike those even from the yeah. numbers. So that makes seven actually out of ten. Yeah. Now I I will say though uh, I think these I think actually putting these instrumental bits in in between like where the, it's placed in the album is actually quite smart because I'm looking at the length. Yes. Of a lot sure. of these songs, of a lot of these songs that aren't the instrumentals like. The total album length, and this is something that I don't know if this bugs you, but sometimes it does me. Like it's it's fifty three and a half minutes long, the total length okay. of an album. Some of the you know one of these songs is like eight minutes long. I don't know if how good a song is. It's why it's why like I I, I don't like Dragon Force anymore because it's uh, just like really long songs, songs. Eight nine minutes and like the maximum length I think for a song for me can be like five and a half. Sometimes that makes six. me question one of the other picks that you're gonna have on here that we'll get to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Def- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. But that's all the case. That's all the case. 
Um, well, Where the River Goes is not one of their hit songs that went on there. Uh, I've listened to it before. It's really good. It's a slower song by there. It's the slowest song on the... Or, it's not as slow... It's maybe... Pro, it's yeah, second slowest song on the album, I'd say, after Creep. Mm-hmm. Um, nowhere to run and nowhere to hide and sing that song. It's a long song. Great guitar pl- solos. The whole album's filled with such great riffs that are all recognizable. They may sound... I mean, they sound similar, but they are all... It's all because of the tone that you recognize from that band. Yeah, It's a very recognizable tone and a very recognizable voice, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, core definitely on there um, I put a bunch more albums so I'm gonna go with one more how about or you know there's some albums that we can both talk about so you next alright alright so uh, I get I, you alluded to it uh, just now uh, Master of Puppets yes by Metallica now Master of Puppets up I just complained about album length uh, this album is, is is actually a bit this is actually like a full minute longer oh yeah it's like oh 54, is it yeah 54 54 minutes and 47 seconds yes now I will say it opens with battery which is a great opener Mm -hmm. especially the intro part with the uh, just with the guitars Um, it's even better with the uh, the the orchestral version is even better they released years later fantastic I love that uh, I, love Master the, I love the versions with the San, with the San Francisco uh, Orchestra. Yes, God. You know they did another one, right? S and M two. I just saw that while I was doing research uh, for this. Podcast. Oh, you watched that? Oh my God! They didn't play that song because they can't play that song anymore live. Really? Why not? Because that song is way too fast for Lars on drums. Oh God! Okay, let Lars Ulrich is aged. Yeah, Lars Ulrich is aged, and his drumming has not improved that much. Okay then. Yeah, um, yeah, that that definitely makes sense. So, like, there's a song on the album that honestly on the, on Hardwired that apparently he can't actually play live. Oh wow. Um, shot. It's the it's the very last song on Hardwired. If you have the album, I'll, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, now, obviously, the big title track, the big hit, Master Puppets. Great song. Eight, eight, and, half, eight and a half minutes long, but I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like filler at any point to me. Like, at any point, like, even the so, even though the solos are long. Oh, my God. It's, you know, three, I think it's three verses. Something that I just remembered about in the middle of that song. So, you know how the middle of that sounds like, um, yeah. I always thought that that sounded like this meme, this really old meme. Yeah, it is. It's pretty much. Yeah, that's basically that, like years before. Ah, god damn it. You've got, you got too many tabs open, man. Well, yeah, I know. I've got us playing in the background, too. i got to make oh, sure that no. we look good. All right. That's what, that, that's what we always say is we have one viewer on Twitch because I'm always watching on here. Yeah. I'm watching. I'm always I'm watching. Yeah. So, definitely, um, the oh, thing, it's got the thing show. that should not be... Mm-hmm. Welcome Home Sanitarium, which is just... All good songs. Um, that. Disposable Heroes is one that I quite enjoy listening to. Um, Orion, that's kind of... Um, is that... Oh, God, the bass player's name. Is that sort of Rob? Uh, Cliff, that's like oh. Rob's... Is, is that Rob's coming out party, or is that Cliff's? 
Orion. Orion. That's Cliff Burton still. Cliff oh, Burton sorry. was still on that. It was still alive. Goodness, then. I'm sorry. I'm this sorry. This was the uh, this album was the tour that he died on. Oh, uh, oh Orion. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's mostly bass, right? Yes, that part. That part is entirely bass. Yeah, that that's that's Cliff's moment to shine, and you don't get that on a lot of albums. Yeah. You don't like the bass player is often kind of neglected. I feel, but this album, this song in this album actually does give the bass player a little a little moment to shine. I really appreciate I'd say, that. I'd say this is a song where half of the al- or half of the song uh, this is an album where half of the songs definitely made it on radio, I think. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've definitely heard Orion Damage Inc. Battery and Master of Puppets on radio oh, before. Oh yes. Uh Leopard Messiah and Damage Inc. I'm not familiar with, unfortunately. Um great songs. Great I'll, songs. Alright, again like again just all great songs on here. Um some of the greatest of all time. This is one of the albums. I don't know if this is Metallica's best album. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I like Ride the Lightning a little bit more. I like the hits on that more. Um, but at the same time, this song, the length of these songs also uh, est- helped establish that metal can be prog also. Yes. Metal can exist as prog. That's... Uh, it basically like I'm a big prog rock fan, and surprisingly on this list, uh, on this list, I didn't include any Rush albums mm. at all. And if I had, I would have included Tom. I would have included Twenty One uh, no, uh, Moving Pictures. But then I would have had to explain how the last three songs, one of them is the longest song on the album, mm. isn't a radio hit at all. Mm. I mean, I've heard it on radio before, but like when they do it, like a deep cuts. I guess that can count. No, I've heard of, I've heard all those songs on radio actually. But but in deep cuts, deep cuts, deep cut things don't count. Um. So yeah, master of puppets. So four out of eight. But metal prog rock, uh, metal can be prog, and lengths lengthy songs can work in metal. Yes. It's it's so awesome to see live when you see metal songs that long live. It mm-hmm. works so well. Okay. Um. What we what's next? All right, what's next? Uh, do you want to take uh, your Metallica? Uh, do you want to take? Um, did I put in a Metallica one? Oh, did you put? Uh, did you put in Justice for All in here? No, you didn't. I didn't put in Justice. Never for mind. All. I th- I I, missed, um, I, I mentioned that. it before. I mentioned it before. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. I mentioned it before the show because um. Why did I mention? It oh yeah, because there's no bass on that album at all. Screw you, Lars, for screwing yeah. over Cliff Burton on that album. All right. Sorry. Lars is the because is the worst. It's a sore point. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about the greatest debut album of all time. Mm-hmm. Appetite for Destruction. Welcome to the... Ju- yeah, Guns N' Roses, baby. Welcome Holy to the jungle. Shit. What That's a great what an album. Explosive, what an explosive song. At, oh, but to start the album and every song after that is so yeah. good. Sweet Child of Mine is on there. Yes. Uh, Paradise City. Oh, my God. My... That, that's going through there that probably got heard yeah sorry I got uh, things going through um sorry I need yeah. to open this I'm trying to open it up yeah I got it open so yeah we got welcome to the jungle uh, yes uh okay song listing song listing song listing welcome to the jungle it's so easy night train out to get me Bra- Mr. Brownstown Paradise City my Michelle think about you sweet child of mine you're crazy anything goes rock queen let me see out of all those songs how many of them are radio hits? Um, Welcome to the Jungle. We got... Br- oh, God, most of them. I've seen Guns N' Roses once live. Mm-hmm. Um, I was when I was an intern at WDHA, my first summer there. I 
worked that show. It was, I think, the same night as Battleground 2017. Oh, okay. Uh, Usos. I remember watching the opening match on my phone with my coworker. Usos were facing somebody for the SmackDown tag titles, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was... Was it then? 2017 or 2016? 2016, my bad. Hmm. Um, where was I going <laughs> We were talking about... Hey, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Guns N' Roses. Seeing them live. They played so many songs from this album live. Um, definitely played uh, Welcome to the Jungle, of course. It's So Easy. Night Train. Uh, Mr. Brownstone. Paradise City. I know, I'm naming all these songs, but like, I'm, all the songs I just named. But that was, like, more than half the album they play live, basically. Yeah. I saw a cover band where they played basically this whole... Where they ultimately played this whole album live. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's definitely a, a testament where uh, if, if you, obviously when you're, I think when you're a uh, traveling, like, performing band, like, pe- you know that people want to hear the hits. And when every song is a hit. Yeah. Like, almost every single song on this album was a, is a hit, and people, like, they go to the shows will know the lyrics. They'll know the songs. That's one of the songs they'll know. Yeah. <laughs> or the, the, most of the songs are ones they'll know. They've got great other songs, too. Like, I... F- like, my favorite song on them, actually, is Civil War. Mm, Civil um, War. Such a good song. Okay. Best songs in metal are about war. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah. Um... Good. I'm sorry. I'm hearing myself through there now, too. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna put tight... Yeah. I'm just going APP for DES. Yes. How many songs are there? One, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. I'll put eight. Eight out of the 12 on there. Probably more. Um, oh, when I saw Slash featuring Miles Cannon and the Conspirators, they played Rocket Queen live. Great song. And that song, apparently, I remember the story, is that they didn't really like, want to put that on there, but it was more of a pop song. And... It, was, it wasn't their favorite song to have on the album, but they put it on anyway because the producers wanted them to. I, I figured something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God, it's getting later. Yeah, so I'm I sorry. think we'll mess... I think we'll... I'll, I'll no, no, I think we're doing good on time. I think we're doing good for now still, right? Yeah. We're only at 48 minutes. We can go another, like, 10 minutes. Maybe. Sure, yeah. Let me just adjust something a little bit, too. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll I'll go I'll go into my next I'll go into my next one yeah really quick uh j- just uh you know Black Sabbath uh paranoid oh my god so if you're a starting um, musician uh, guitarist guitar bass um, Black Sabbath song uh, Black Sabbath is one of the bands that when you're starting to think you're getting good start learning uh, Black Sabbath songs yeah I mean Iron Man that'll test you Iron Man yes uh, Paranoid was one of the first songs I learned but the thing about that song is that it's fast with the with the plucking and the fingering yeah War Pigs again I I, 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 I just so iconic you know I, I complain about the length of songs and yet the that songs song keep is... mentioning up that are so good, and that's because it doesn't f- none of warp. It doesn't feel like fluff. And once again, it's a song about war. Songs about war are some of the greatest in metal. Yes. Let me throw out "Holy Wars" by uh, Megadeth for that. Yeah. So we did not put Megadeth in here. No. Um, war Pigs is one of the best songs. Uh, speaking of war, actually, uh, did you watch NXT or no? Uh, I did not, but I'm familiar with what's going on, so we're doing yes. war games. They're doing war games, and the theme for this year's war games is war pigs. 
Of of course. Yeah. Thank goodness. It was, it was so awesome, and uh, it was like Shotzi Blackheart was like building something, and it looks like she's gonna be building another tank. Yep. Because the logo is a tank. Four person tank. Oh, it'd be awesome. God. Oh God, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Ooh, you just got me, like, wanting to see that. Uh, what else? Um, other songs that I definitely have heard, uh, um, Electric Funeral, I've heard on the radio before, and Fairies Wear Boots as well. Fairies Wear Boots. Um, starts off with a great guitar that just uh, starts really fast. Dun, dun, uh, fuck it, I don't care. I'll play a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So like it's a cute. It's a fast riff, and then it goes. Bram, bram, bram. It's got multiple riffs all in the one song. It's long for the. It's long because of the riffs. Right. It's not much Ozzy in some of these songs, as you might think, but they're all really good. Yeah, like his is 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 input vocally is sort of minimum. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, it, on some of the better songs. Okay. Um, I actually agree with you on the need to slow it down. And it. So I just remembered the last thing I ne- that I meant to show you guys is something that I did this weekend. Oh yeah. Um. So, wait, let's go with one more. One more album to talk about real quick. Yeah. Because um, I really would like to talk about an album that is an experience. Mm-hmm. An album that has so many weird things on that has weird alignment with it. An album that where you can listen to it and line it up with two movies. Right. I tell you two movies. Those movies are 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 um The Wizard of Oz and Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Oh boy. I'm talking about Dark Side of the Moon by Pink all Floyd. All right. Oh my god, that's my one of my favorite albums of all time. Pink uh Money is my favorite song to play on bass. Uh Time is just one of my favorite songs in general, one of the best build-ups in rock history. That boom, 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 and then just uh, come, just kicks right in with that. Digging away the moments that make up a dull day. <laughs> so many good songs. Uh, the al- uh, opener with "Breathe," uh, the closer with "Brain Damage Eclipse." Mm-hmm. Um, Us and them uh, play. Uh, these songs flow into each other too, also, which is. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Well, it's not all entirely flowing to each other. I guess Great Gig and Money don't exactly, because that's where the album or the record flips. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's some yeah that you is a brought, good point. You brought that up. Just words coming out of my mouth. Uh, yeah, when you're listening to an album in full, you de- the songs should definitely kind of flow into each other. American Idiot, very good with that. Yes, very good with that. Well, a lot of songs on that just sound the same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, no, actually, you're right. You're right, you're right. There's at least. Three, there's at least a few, there's at least three songs that do that I can think there's uh, Saint wait Saint Jimmy and the one before it let me see let me see if I let me look at the list and sort of jog my memory yeah is are we are the, the waiting, waiting and, and Saint, Saint Jimmy, Jimmy flows into each other perfectly uh, give me Novocaine flows into she's a rebel yes okay um that's it actually never mind and then the other and then there's the two the, there's the two songs that are five in ones yes but that's others that's that doesn't count no uh so where were we um guys sorry i stopped doing the counting who cares anyway yeah who cares doesn't this, this i don't know why i started doing it well no it's actually i think it's a good thing let's it's no let's I, th- compare. I think it's a good thing <laughs> trying to compare with the, i didn't i forgot oh well yeah i mean i think honestly 
Well, you're talking about the number of like hits. It was like five out of eight, I think, on Black Sabbath, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, for me personally, like from like the amount of hits, I, I would have to go with uh, Appetite for Destruction. Honestly, I think that might top them all. To that be or Nevermind. Appetite or Nevermind. Yeah. That's the way it is for me. Um, and we just talked Paranoid. What was the last one? Oh yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon itself is just. I know that really the only real radio hits are Money and Time, and sometimes you might hear Us and Them or Great Gig in the Sky. Great Gig in the Sky, by the way, is just a woman singing, like uh, doing uh, doing O's and Ahs okay. and such like that. Um, it's beautiful sounding, but it's you know it's meant to it, it's. It's not for radio. It's just for part of the experience of the album and how it all flows together. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Run is just a repeating sound with, like, the sounds of running literally happening in the background. Huh. Okay. Um, any Color You Like is fil- is filler. It's in-between song filler. It literally just is there to make us and them and Brain Damage Eclipse flow into each other. Okay. Which, by the way, those songs are together. Okay, um... Sorry, I'm I'm just explaining. This is how I get. This is how I get. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, yeah. Um, let's go. Uh, what do we have next? Uh, this is a great album. Oh god. But only like next? three out of the ten albums <laughs> were there. Um, we're we're not doing any more of these, right? We're doing the other thing. I had. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go into the last thing. Let's go into our, a bit of our closer thing. Oh uh, yeah, closer thing. What I did this weekend. Yeah. So to feel a little bit normal, um, me. And uh, one of our friends, Alonzo, who the two of us, Alonzo and our my, and my other friend Matt, uh, are the four horsemen. <laughs> we plan to have them on to join us uh, when we watch certain shows. Definitely for WrestleMania, we'll have them on. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, for that review. Yeah. And with that being said, I went to a signing to make me feel like the world is normal again. And I got to meet Thunder Rosa. Yeah. This picture I got signed by her with, um... And, and surprisingly, folks, his limbs stayed attached. Yeah, surprisingly. I went dressed as Orange Cassidy. I still have to actually post the pictures. <laughs> um, I'll post them later on my Instagram, which you can find over here. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, we'll get to that soon. So, you know, also, we're running low on time. Yeah. So I just want to show a couple things also that I got at this place. Yeah. This place is called Rip and Runs Toy Toy Store in Butler, New Jersey. It was oh, really cool. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you'd love some of the stuff we sh- we got we sure sh- we uh, we saw. I almost thought about replacing our E Boy Championship with a a European one called the Euro Boy Championship oh, instead because I have the E Boy Championship originally for another th- for another group thing, <laughs> but we forgot to actually buy it. Instead, I bought some other things. I bought. This pop of cell. Oh, perfect cell. Very nice. Perfect cell. Yes. <laughs> and this pop, a really old pop of vision. Oh, yeah. That's classic vision. Exactly. And this vision is a bobblehead. Yeah, I was about to ask. I'm noticing the spring in there. Yeah, exactly. I actually have a bobblehead group downstairs for myself. Yeah. It's apparently really cheap though now because of how it was. That was. But also, they had like a CD thing up there too. Oh. And I found a bunch of good CDs. So they were selling like, what was it? One for three each, three dollars each, two for five. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm buying a bunch of because I like there's probably a bunch of CDs here like and I could have spent like 30 bucks there easily oh yeah I ended up spending 15 (laughs) 
So first, I bought a couple CDs in full that I didn't or albums I didn't have in full. I bought Welcome to the Black Parade. I don't know why we didn't add that to the list. Exactly. Oh my god, yeah. Ugh. But it's emo rock. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, they are there. It's rock. Um, I, a band I felt like t- checking out because of AEW. Um, the Butcher is the guitar player for the band Every Time I Die. Oh, okay. So I figured I'd buy this. I saw this record and it's called Hot Damn. And I figured I'll try it out. Maybe I'll report back to you soon because I need to. I need to clear some space on this computer and update it real soon so that way I can get more music on my iPod mm-hmm. too um, a greatest hit CD by Black Sabbath mm-hmm. it's got some of this a bunch of the Paranoid songs on here yep uh, including War Pigs and Paranoid a couple mm-hmm. more um, Red Chili Peppers I got Blood Sugar Sex Magic mm-hmm. uh, give me a sec uh, I'm sorry I'm just trying to give us more time yeah because uh, right now it's got like a minute yeah. left till it starts playing our music on us. Yeah. We just we just got to deal it or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, Holy oh, Diver God. by Dio. What? I was just saying Holy Diver by Dio. That's another good song. Yeah, but well, yeah, it's a great song, but that's not uh, on yeah. the same album. Yeah. All right, sorry. I mean, I I, I kind of got I kind of got music on my end here that we can cover for just in case. Okay, well, okay, I got four minutes left on there. We got time. We got time. We're gonna figure this out. We'll be able to fill until it starts playing. Yeah. Um. So two more CDs that I got. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I never had it physically. We had it digitally for some reason from my dad on my on his computer. Mm-hmm. But now I actually have it for myself. I got Primus. Animals should not try to act like people. I think that this is like. A great a DVD original music videos. Wait, what did I buy? <laughs> is this a DVD or is a CD? Right? Might is it more? Has, I, does that have more one disc in it? It's. No. It does have more than one. Oh, disc. Okay, so that's all right. So it's did, I just bu- did I buy a DVD? Oh boy. Thank you. Yeah, you you might have did. You might have bought a CD and a DVD. Oh, okay, yes. Digital, DVD, original music videos, CD, new studio recordings. What? That's interesting. No, don't tell me I bought... Don't tell me I bought something stupid. Well, I mean, we can re- you can review it for next week and let us know. Okay, I could do that. I'll clear out space on this, and after this show, I gotta go edit this afterwards. Thankfully, this isn't going to be a long episode. And the last thing I got was a Greatest Hits CD by Heart. I love Heart, and I didn't have a real CD by them here. It was oh, yeah. full, so... And the other one that my aunt had was uh, Broken. But that's everything I got at the store, including the autograph that I got and picture that I got with Thunder Rosa. That's a great she was, haul. She was awesome, yeah. I signed a release also um, because they wanted me... They uh, filmed me getting the picture with her while I was in my Orange Cassidy oh, cosplay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I designed a release. It was so cool. Yeah. I put I put the name of the podcast there also, so that way maybe we'll get a promotion. Hey, very Maybe nice. they'll put us in the name. Yo, Cody. Cody, I know Cody, th- Thunder Rosa. <laughs> Thunder Rosa. Thunder, come on, Thunder Rosa, come on our podcast. That'd be awesome. The Orange Cassidy cosplayer who saw you at that signing. <laughs> um, but I think that with that, we're just about done. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, this yeah, this is a really great episode. Uh, thank you, today. thank you so much for joining us. Yes, uh, I'm week. gonna go over here now. <laughs>
and help, and you're going to speak words that help us close out. Yeah, I will. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us uh, this week, whether it was uh, watching us live here on twitch.tv slash J and J Securicast, or... It's J underscore and underscore J, J underscore, underscore Securicast. Securicast. Sorry so much, underscore. Yeah, it's just the name. Or listening, uh, thank you for listening to us on Twitch, or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at uh, J and J Securicast dot podbean dot com uh, oh please don't forget to follow us on our social media uh, which you can find on uh, the top left of our screen uh, I'm probably pointing to the top right right now you did it's one of these I'll get one of these it's one of these yeah I mean, yeah but if you're listening uh, but if you're just listening on, on podbean you can follow me on Instagram at uh, uh, jryan9000 it's over 9,000! That's right, it's all on lowercase stuff. Um, I'm trying to be more active on there. I do a lot of uh, toy photography for my uh, for my own collection. Um, and indeed, you can also follow uh, this maniac here at hey. on Twitter at jgalls1918. Again, that's jgalls1918. You can follow him on Instagram as well at uh, jgalls15. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15 where he streams video games aplenty. Check him out. It's I stream some Mystery Dungeon. I'm going to get back and stream more. Monday, I should hopefully be starting um, Mario Sunshine because they just added that actually as a patch recently. Oh, really? Yeah, they, uh, as a patch. Oh, very cool. It's really good. Wait. Oh, God, I'm getting closer when the music's going to start. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's Shit, my, right. my, my mouse froze. My mouse froze. Where's the mouse? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another, uh, I think, successful episode yeah, of... Yeah, uh, I think it's actually about to come in now. J&J Securicast here. Yeah, it's coming in. All right. Well, yeah, that was a very successful episode, I'd say. Yeah, we got... We timed it right. Oh, my God, we did it. Yay! We did it. We timed it right. <laughs> we timed it right. So, once again, thank you guys so much for watching. Follow us here if you haven't followed already. Uh, have yourself a good evening, a good night. Um, follow us again for more fun and good times. Yeah, and before we and before we sign off, have a happy and healthy, safe Thanksgiving. Yes, we didn't say last week. Uh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yes, we lost that. Lost a great man that day. But thank you so much. I hope everyone stays happy and healthy and safe. Bye. Good, good night. <laughs>